Happy Monday. Although, why do I say that in the podcast world? Days don't exist. I think they do a little bit, a little bit. Maybe this is on a daily basis, people are listening to this, or maybe you get these people who get to Friday and think, right, I'm going to binge listen to a load of Home Time with Bush and Ritchie. Fair point, fair point. All right, OK, so the context of this show is that it was broadcast on a Monday. But having said that, wouldn't it be great if there was a way, and I don't know how to do this, of getting all of our podcasts into seasons? So you could be talking to someone else about our show and saying, have you, have you listened to season two? of uh, home time yeah season one was brilliant but they've really taken it to the next level this probably is season two because it's after Christmas we took uh, like a week a bit off for uh, for Christmas is that how we're categorising it I reckon so season two episode when's our next actual week off like a, a week off that's quite grim that I can't think of at any point we've got any holiday coming up oh my god we haven't what's going on um well, we're doing a week of the breakfast show. That's not off, though, is it? It's getting up at four in the morning in your part. No, that's definitely not off, yeah. Um, of course, live admin for you here, but no, we, we're not off uh, the foreseeable future. Oh, well, the season two's a long season. A really long it's season. It's a good long it, one. If anything, comm- it went on for too long. <laughs> they commissioned a long one, yeah. Way too long. Oh, uh, dear. Uh, here's the podcast on that salutary note. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Mother and Sons. I will wait. It's home time, Monday afternoon. Bush and Richie, we are back at the start of another big showbiz week for us uh, with our guest on tomorrow's show, Mr Brits himself, Jack Whitehall. Lucky lads. Yeah. I mean, being on this show. That's what I thought you meant. Richie does something that blows my mind and I need to share it all with you today. Why today? Because finally we've got some uh, photographic pictorial evidence of this thing. (laughs) He mentioned he did this about a week or two ago and then there was no photos of it, so I thought I'll have to wait. And then finally posted something up at the weekend. I thought, (laughs) got him. (laughs) So let's just explain. Uh, Richie makes his own version of a McDonald's sausage and egg McMuffin. I do indeed. I do indeed. How long have you been doing this for? I've been doing this on and off for as long as I can remember. Okay. Um, my ri- my rationale is this: I love a sausage and egg McMuffin. They're great. It's one of the greatest things McDonald's have created. Why don't you go and get a sausage and egg McMuffin? Because generally, when I have time for them the most, it's at the weekend, okay. and I'm sat at home in my pants and t-shirt, and I don't particularly wish to get in the car to go out and get one before eleven o'clock. Okay, so you decide to go and make your own what I would describe as a tribute to it in many ways. Very much so, because if the sausage and egg McMuffin didn't exist in the first place, I wouldn't have had the idea to recreate it at home myself. <laughs> OK, and how do you feel it, uh, it is as a recreation? Do you think it's an accurate portrayal? Now we're beginning to dance close to where you're getting excited <laughs> and I got really offended over the weekend. <laughs> oh. I made sausage and egg McMuffins for the family on Sunday morning, yesterday mm-hmm. morning, and very, very proudly took a pic a la Instagram and posted it myself to show off my wares. It was like wares answer to the Leaning Tower of Pizza. <laughs> back then. It, I, there's a lot of people having problems with the top bun. The top bun of the muffin is bigger. It's bigger than the bottom bun. There is a picture of my sausage and egg McMuffin on the Absolute Radio Twitter and Facebook right now. You can have a look. Perspective-wise, I've taken it from the top. No, so the, the top part of the muffin looks. <laughs> Bigger than, <laughs> bigger than the bottom. Yeah. 
Because um, so, the thing about, you know, a chain like uh, McDonald's, they have to make sure that all of their stuff is exactly the same. That's the point, isn't they it? They do, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is it's a bit out of kilter with what they're looking for, I guess. A couple of things here, first of all. Right. All right, three things. Go on. That I think this is why this is a good idea. One, I haven't had to leave the house. Fair enough. Two, I haven't had to spend two ninety nine or whatever it is these days. Mm-hmm. I always think it's very reasonably priced. It is. And three, mine was actually even more calorific. So McDonald's was healthier. Is that a benefit on your side of things or, or McDonald's side no, of things? No, it's a benefit for McDonald's, I say, actually. Uh, the one I'm making at home is, is, is not as healthy as theirs. Well, listen, like Richie said, have a little look. It's on our Facebook page at the moment. I just wanted to have a little look at it. Let Richie, are you open to, like, constructive criticism? Whether I'm open to it or not, I know it's coming. It's getting it. And just a question, do you ever make your own versions of a famous thing? Do it's, you pay homage to a food that is existing already? It's a tribute in many ways, isn't it? It's a tribute. <laughs> 8, 12, 15, or you can tweet at Absolute. Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. You want a Hometime with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio on a Monday night. On the way on this show, your chance to win or find out how you can win 50,000 big ones. So I make homemade sausage and egg McMuffins. You do? Something that I do at the weekend. And what are we call it? Cookalikes? It is, it is a cookalike. It's a tribute to the McDonald's meal that you love. Because it's, it's, it's not as good as theirs, but it looks like it. Homebrew version, you like kind it. of squint a little bit. Uh, I'm sure I'm not the only person on this. So if if you do cookalikes at home, want to know what they are? Tell us about them. Eight twelve fifteen, or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Very quickly, first of all, Jim tweets saying you'd love Hong Kong. It's available twenty four seven, and they deliver. Obviously, in parts of the UK, they'll deliver as well. But yeah. I did not appreciate that in other parts of the world, the sausage and egg McMuffin is a twenty four hour thing. Because there's no talking around, is there? If, if you're beyond eleven, they're not having it at no. all. <laughs> They won't. They Hong won't. Kong, though, a bit more kind of like fun and knockabout. Now, here's a cookalike for you. Ian says two chocolate hobnobs stuck together with a layer of buttercream, all the flavour, but twice the size of the old lunchbox favourite, the Fox's Classic Bar. Size of that. <laughs> That's like having like <laughs> That's a, incredible. holding a trout up if you caught a fish. <laughs> Tude says, he's a fireman, he says, we've done a homemade Big Macs at the fire station before. Homemade Big Macs. Homemade Big Macs. They'd wow. have to make that fancy sauce, wouldn't they, as well? That's got to be on a quiet night. That's a bit of a quiet night. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. 25 minutes late to your fire because they're just doing the sauce. <laughs> Uh, and Mike Pete says, guys, we've... Uh, he's actually sent a photo in. Here's my version of a Domino's burger pizza. Hashtag food... Bad word, can't say it. Uh, yeah, uh, feedback to Mike. It's a bit burnt on the edges. It Everyone was saying it to mine, so yeah. I'm going to say it to others. Have you resolved the whole muffin thing? You're still standing by the fact that they're two equal buns, are they? I, the I, well, I know they were. I cut it myself. I just think you've got the, the bottom of the muffin on the top. Perspective. Is it perspective? Yeah, it's for all photography. It's, <laughs> have a look on Facebook now, and if you've ever made your own knockoff version in, a loving, knockoff. in a lovely way... <laughs> it's not knockoff. ...of a famous thing, let us know. Recommended mobile provider for eight years running. Every little helps. So have you ever cooked your own kind of your own version of a famous meal? Richie's does his own version of. I do uh, the McDonald's uh, sausage and egg McMuffin. Yeah. Uh, Mike D's tweeted us a photo. He says, "Guys, here's my own faux Nando's." And mate, I've never seen anything like it. He's got his remote really close to the plate. We mentioned one of them. Uh, he's got a big slab of garlic bread. Loads of coleslaw on there. He's got chicken. Is that chicken chow mein on the plate as well? It, lo- it looks to me like one of those uh, microwaved fried rices. <laughs> <You'd>... <laughs> Mike, it looks like you're on death row, mate. 
Get I, something else going on. I'm not sure that chicken's cooked That's either. not, is it, at all? It's no. slightly pink. Uh, Anthony Sorry, says, I replicate Pizza Express's bruschetta con fungi at home. Ooh. I mean, that's basically just doing a bruschetta and putting mushrooms on top. I'm not sure there's much replicating going on there. Not a lot of skill going on there, but still. Uh, Mary's hanging on. Mary, what is it that you do? Um, so it's my own version of bacon and egg McMuffin, and we toast the muffin with um, a cheese slice, poach the eggs, and a piece of fried bacon. Sorry, you do you do a poached egg with your McMuffin? Is that correct? Yes. Oh, no, is, that, is that all right? A poached egg? I'm not sure about that. Now, uh, yeah, it's couple a bit of things. Messy, but it tastes amazing. Right. Couple of things here. First of all, in 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 the traditional. Egg McMuffin, it's yes. not poached, is it? It's it's more like, proper fried. It's proper fried, isn't it? Proper fried. Well, to be fair, I used to work in McDonald's many many years ago when they first brought in the breakfast. Yeah. And I used to cook them, and it's on a ring on a great big grill, oh. and they have to um, break the yolk so it it doesn't burn you. Wow, wow, so I love that you've got like the inside line on this, Mary, because you've seen them made. Yeah, I used to do them myself many years ago, but. Um, I always wanted it runny because it tastes so much nicer. You always like a runny egg. So this is almost, this is almost like some kind of sliding doors thing. If you'd stayed there for longer, <laughs> the sausage and egg McMuffins that we eat now could have been runny and in poached style like you do now. So listen, you do your own uh, version of these at home. Who do you do yeah. them for and have you got a particular name for these things? Um, well, it's, I've always done them for the, like, the family, so it was always known as Mum's McDonald's. So it was like a mainly a, a weekend breakfast brunch type thing. Fantastic. <laughs> Mum's McDonald's. There you go. There's a yeah. business plan if ever I saw one. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Normally when you guys send in pictures of food, it makes me hungry. Some of the stuff that's been sent in today not making me so hungry as we're after your cookalikes uh, following my uh, sausage and egg McMuffin at the weekend. A lot of conversation about the validity of uh, Richie's sausage and egg McMuffin is about the egg. We had Mary on earlier on saying yep. it's just a variation on the egg. Yep. Uh, a lad called, what's his name here, Bernie Mar- Bernie Lango has tweeted saying, Ari McDonald's, we use a Hamilton Beach sandwich maker. It's the, uh, the eggs are the same as the ones they use at McDonald's and comes out the same way. It's a particularly unusual-looking sandwich maker. It looks like, you know the metal thing? Yep. Old ladies put their head in uh, when they're having their hair dried yes. at the weekend yep. in the hairdresser. It looks like that. So I've got, to do the, I've got to do, basically, the egg in the Breville to get closer. Is that, is that what they're saying? You can imp- you're always improving the recipe, oh, aren't you, Richard? Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, thank you so much for uh, Richard West, who's also tweeted in a picture of uh, his lookalike Donna Kebab as well, <laughs> yes. which is, uh, makes your eyes water somewhat. And would you believe it as well, Richie, uh, McDonald's have actually sent us in a statement. Oh, that's incredible. Which is good. Their press team have seen uh, your picture. Right, yeah, yeah, your yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah, And this is the actual, genuine McDonald's line on what you've made. Have a listen to this. We love that people are inspired to have a go at recreating our breakfasts at home, but nothing beats the real thing. We spotted Richie's effort and think he's probably better off leaving it to the experts. <laughs> Lovely use of experts at the end there. I would, I would say, just a slight shot across your bows that one, Richard. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. You, uh, I like the use of the word effort. <laughs> Good effort. <laughs> Pat on the head for Richie. Cheryl Crow's next. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Can I just explain to you, I have a inbuilt trust mechanism. Kind of a firewall against spotting lies or inaccurate information. Good luck working with me. Well, yeah, exactly. It kind of goes like this. If I hear something once from one person, I think, hmm, let's just see, park it on the back burner, hear it again from a different source, must be true. Okay. It's kind of simple, but it kind of works. And this has been activated uh, over the weekend uh, where our friends, Ju and Matt, told us they were off to a friend's wedding and the friend whose wedding it was had got in a chimney sweep as a good luck thing. You are. They got a chimney sweep to go to the wedding as a good luck thing. A chimney sweep to the wedding? Apparently, it's a tradition that if you're going to have a wedding, maybe it's, it's like an East End thing, I don't know, but you, you invite a chimney sweep to the wedding, he turns up, or she turns up, and then it's like good luck for the rest of your time married together. I've never heard that. Well, this is it. That activated, I'd previously heard this about two or three weeks ago and presumed it was someone pulling my leg. Oh, really? Inviting a chimney sweep to the wedding uh, I thought oh, I'll discount that it's not, that can't be a thing but for them to then mention it as well those two people don't know each other it must be true we got married nearly three years ago and I feel that Natalie was very on top of pretty much everything that you need for a wedding and I don't remember discussions <laughs> no about talk a chimney sweep where's he, t- where's he set up the church the reception what's the deal I, it's weird isn't it because I, I'm going to be honest with you I didn't even think I uh, think chimney sweeping was still a thing. Do people still sweep chimneys these days? I know, wood, wood burning stoves and stuff now, isn't they it? They always have these metal things put in, exactly, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking the old-fashioned kind of Dick Van Dyke-style chimney sweep is a thing of the past. So yeah. that's A. Then me hearing that they've got this other line of work now where they've got into the wedding good luck business, yeah. I was thinking to myself... Sure, fair play to chimney sweep. Oh, right. So, uh, ah, so if only I'll, the miners back in the day had thought about that laterally and thought, <laughs> we need to get into a different line of work. Do you know what I mean? So you're thinking, because the wood-burning stove has taken over the chimneys, that chimney sweeps have had to find a new niche and they've created this good luck thing for yeah. weddings. Yes, maybe that it's That is a, a thing. clever ruse if that is it. it. This is it. This is like I was saying. You know, if this is true, Richie, this literally changes everything. This is, as I said before, the most unbelievable and profound professional makeover ever. I mean, Expecting to see this on Panorama. It is. It's up there, isn't it? <laughs> but we need confirmation. I've heard it from two kind of distant sources. Is this a thing? Inviting a chimney sweep to your wedding? Did you have a chimney sweep at your wedding? Eight, twelve, fifteen. Let's get to the bottom of this. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Maybe I should have played that one on 80s versus 90s instead. Try it, try it next week. I'll give try it a go. Next week. I'll try and embrace song every Friday until I get a win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's come back to what you know. Final song on the Absolute Radio 90s. Home time, Bush and Ritchie, Monday night. So I've heard two times now that apparently inviting a chimney sweep to your wedding is a thing. Not only that, it brings good luck. Like, when did chimney sweeps ever become a good luck thing? It's absolutely unbelievable. How do they get to the wedding as well? So you've got to put all that soot on your face. That's dangerous business. <laughs> At least get changed to the venue. My brother dressed as a chimney sweep at my cousin's wedding in the 80s. He was about <laughs> 10 at the time. That is from Janine in Birmingham. There's something in this. This is madness. Fitz says, I had a chimney sweep at my wedding. The mother-in-law booked it without telling me or the wife, and he randomly appeared and got in all of the photos. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Johnny is a wood burner installer. He says he's never heard of this. However, does insist that you still should have the flu liner swept if you have a wood burner. Good to know, my friend. Good to know. Putting you first with award winning customer service. Every little helps.
Think back to your wedding. Was there a chimney sweep there? It turns out for some there were. It's unbelievable. How a chimney sweep's even a lucky thing as well. Sorry, we're just trying to get to the bottom of this. Some of the suggestions have been coming in about uh, why chimney sweeps are lucky. I'm not having it at all. Uh, Shell says it's because in 1066, Kim, King William was saved by a chimney sweep. Did not know that. Were there chimney sweeps in 1066? Like... <laughs> Like, is that right? Battle of Normandy type thingy or whatever? And then uh, uh, the 200 plus year old tradition that started with King George II's lucky handshake for the groom. I think it was the Battle of Hastings, not the Battle, Battle of Hastings, Normandy. Hastings, I know. It's not the Bayer tapestry that we went to visit, visit, visit it. Let's not get into uh, into history as, as well as uh, chimney sweeps here. Uh, but we've got uh, Joe on the line. Joe, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? We're, We're good. good. We're just trying to get to the bottom of this whole lucky chimney sweep thing, Joe. My mother-in-law surprised me when we came out of the church. There was a guy, he was genuinely a chimney sweep, waiting for us. <laughs> so hang on. <laughs> the moment terrifying. that you walked out, arm in arm, out of that church door, was the first moment that you knew a chimney yeah. sweep was turning up at your wedding. That's correct. She's wow. not mentioned anything, but it's, uh, she's from South Wales, but it's a Welsh tradition. Wow. Do you know what? If I'd have come out of church like that, in, set in a graveyard probably, and seen a chimney sweep stood there, I think I'd have seen a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, unbelievable. It's, well, it must bring us good luck because we celebrate our 25th anniversary next month. Oh, happy anniversary next month. And what do Thank they you. do? What do these chimney sweeps do? Because you can go online and book a chimney sweep. They get to the wedding. What, what are they doing there when they're there? To be honest, it was mainly that he stood there and had his photograph taken. I was going to say, because there's nothing naturally to sweep, is <laughs> there, there, really? No. no. <laughs> but they handed over. We got, I've got a little, still got him a little sweep as a little memento for the event afterwards, which I've still got with all my wedding gifts and things like that. And, yeah, it's just to give you a good look. And he popped in a few of the photographs, not not all of them, but some of them. Not any of the ones that are on your mantelpiece. (laughs) Well, put it away, 25 years on, there's none on my mantelpiece anymore. It's not a sort of thing I look back at. It's at me then and me now. It's not really good. Oh, I'm sure that's not the case. Listen, lovely to speak to you, and thank you for helping us get a little bit closer trying to solve this mystery. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Talking of this particular point in the show, 10 to 6, I think this is like a particular time in the show where we always suddenly make ourselves starving because we've inevitably <laughs> talked about food. One of us will ask each other what we're having for dinner tonight. I yeah. don't know what's on the table tonight. It's a nice surprise. I'm thinking of getting fish and chips delivered. Delivered? Well, do you know what, weirdly... Can't I didn't, get fish and chips delivered? I didn't think it was a thing, but the people who live about two or three doors down from us, and I saw this on Friday night, they were having fish and chips from our local chippy yeah. delivered by a bloke on a moped. But he had, the, he had the actual emblem and everything of the chip shop. That's not the fish and chips experience you want. The ideal fish bar, I believe they're called in Leon C, but they do, they've got like a little guy on a moped doing deliveries like a Deliveroo, but for their fish and chips. Surely the whole part of it is, is picking your cod. Well, it is, isn't it? It's going yeah. in there, having a bit of banter. Yes. Double parking. It is. Do you know what? The weird thing about the weird thing about fish and chips yeah. is that it is a staple dish, but I swear it's different no matter where you go around the country. It I is, love fish and chips. It's 100% true because, right, I used to work in a chippy straight out of university, got my degree, went straight into a chip shop. My mum and dad were over the moon. Uh, but I was quite intrigued when I was working there, like behind the scenes, about the way that different chippies in different areas have yeah. got their own unique take on it. Like uh, there was a famous chip shop, I don't know if it's still there anymore now, in, in Churston in South Devon where I used to live, uh, called the Frying Scotsman. And they Good were... Fun. Fam- brilliant pun. Famous in the area because they used to put like this kind 
kind of lush, like orangey powder onto the chips. So oh, wow. their chips were different for everyone else's. Speaking of Scottish oh. fish and chips, yep. the one downside for me to the Edinburgh Festival, which I love going to every year, yep. is the way that in Edinburgh they do their fish and chips. Because if you ask for like salt and sauce, yeah. whereas I would be expecting, you know, mayo or, uh, you know, tomato ketchup, uh-huh. the sauce you get specifically with fish and chips in Edinburgh is like a vinegary thing. It's like oh, really? not what you want, no. I didn't know this. It's all different everywhere. And I was up in Newcastle uh, with my other half's family and they can, they do this thing you can go in and ask for, is it fish bits or fish bites where they don't get the cod, they take a shovel and go down the side of the cod and get all the little cast-offs. Oh. So I feel sometimes, right, there is definitely someone in this. It'll never happen, but there's someone in it. We should just get in a car, drive around, and try and test as many different chippies for all around the world. Well, maybe just the UK. (laughs) Just the UK to start with, as we could possibly do. Do you know what I mean? I think to start with, pitch it to both of our other halves, see if we can get it green lit, and then it could be the UK or the world. We we knew we have no budget for this show, we know that, but imagine that, Richie, you and I just sitting out in a car and just trying out as many different chip shops as possible. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Fingers crossed, maybe we'll get the budget at some point. (laughs) It won't happen. Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Feels like the end of a Disney movie. (laughs) Brand new music from Vampire Weekend. This is Hometime with Bush and Richie. Bush has just got me really excited about something that is never going to happen. Uh, We were just talking about fish and chips. You're going to get some delivered tonight, which I just find heresy. Just want to try it out. Um, But we went down a little uh, fish and chips wormhole and... A daydream. Yeah. Is it a daydream of travelling the UK and just sampling all the fish and chips? Because they're different. They're different everywhere. Different traditions uh, all all around the place. We were just like, oh, let's let's go on a road trip. Uh, You did mention the... um, What's the weird thing in Scotland? I wasn't aware of this. It was... uh, If you were in Edinburgh... Yeah. Uh, and you order salt and sauce. Salt yeah, it won't be sauce like mayo or ketchup. It's kind of like a, a vinegary thing. Horrible. This is intrigued me because I'm quite into me condiments. Leanne says salt and sauce in Edinburgh is salt and brown sauce. If you're in Glasgow, uh, you get salt and vinegar and then you ask for tomato sauce or brown sauce. Cheers. Sounds really complicated. There, I must have to have like a brochure. Ali has tweeted us, you guys can come to our chippy anytime. Village chippy in Cheshire. Oh. Sample it all. See, this. <laughs> we're it's getting invites now. We're, we're never going to be allowed. We're never going to be allowed to do it. And even if we didn't think about it, then we wouldn't have this heartache. But hey, thanks very much. We've got Ash on the way next. Time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, which recommended mobile provider for eight years running? Every little helps. Talked a lot about food today. I'm getting very hungry. Yeah, I'm getting starving. <laughs> think about it. No more stuff about chips as well, please. Uh, my my ravenous appetite is one of the reasons that I find fashion a bit of a problem. Right. Uh, I'm not sure whether you've noticed, uh, but it is London Fashion Week this week. Uh, the reason this is uh, because uh, on my radar is because I uh, saw it in the uh, the free newspapers as I was uh, heading into work earlier this afternoon. When I see London Fashion Week, or any Fashion Week, to be quite frank, but yeah. obviously this one's caught my eye, the big one here in this country... It just seems to be so far apart from what I actually need. It's weird, isn't it? It's like from a different <laughs> yeah. planet. Yes, yeah. and it's always been weird and sci-fi from a different planet, isn't yes, it? Yes, definitely. Fashion week and everything. Where is, like, a real fashion week? For yeah. example, I'm talking personally, like, where is the fashion week that is extolling the versions of... A 38-inch waist, yep. but short trousers, all right? <laughs> a because whole line what, for these people. They, they kind of think, if you've got a 38-inch waist, you've obviously got really long trousers. No, 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 just fat and short, actually. Yeah, I'd love to see like, you and a couple of the other lads walking yeah. down to that kind of music. I'd do that, I'd do that. 
Or like if you're actually going to be sort of like designing far out new fashion lines. Yeah. Jogging bottoms with wipe down patches for when you go to the petrol station late at night to fill up the car and you've got like the, the feel of diesel on your hand. That would be amazing. You just want to wipe them down without ruining your trousers. I imagine the two models walk to the front, tilt their right leg and just wipe. <laughs> or exactly. Even, it. even if you've had a. Uh, no sausage and egg McMuffin or whatever. Get a greasy fingers. Wipe them on the side of your special trousers. They should do that. They, they should, should have wipe down trousers. Uh, one thing I would that like to see wrong. in real fashion week. <laughs> down trousers. <laughs> one thing I would like to see is uh, I don't know if you have this situation, but when I'm bending down now to pick our baby up, yes. I'm showing my backside quite a lot, and um, I would like uh, men's jeans to come with like a cloth grabby elasticated bit that goes up to your midriff. Like what happens with the maternity jeans. Yes. Yes. Maternity jeans, but for, 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 for guys. That's a great shout. What about a pair of them? That's a great shout. I'd like to see some of they on London Fashion Week. Real London Fashion Week. That's what we need. If you would like to submit your ideas for this pop-up thing that Richie <laughs> and I are going to be doing, Real London Fashion Week, <laughs> what, what modern problem would you like to see fashion address? 8, 12, 15 to get in touch with this show now. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. You are listening to Absolute Radio on a Monday night. A safe herb and... I can't even say it. Safe haven from the stresses of the working day. I'm going to take this little spongy bit off the end of this microphone. It's doing me edit. <laughs> well, it made too much of a weird noise if we take it off. They came and put what? it on when we, were, when we were doing our show, and now I feel like someone's got their fingers in my ears the whole time. Why don't you unsheath it now? We'll all uh, just have a... Sorry about it, everyone. Oh, that is really liberating. Like the audio version of Taking a Plus. In many ways, I felt like it was when I got my ears syringed about two years ago. (laughs) Anyway. It's real London. (laughs) Throwing it. It's just been lost. I've had it. Uh, It's real London Fashion Week on this show here. It's London Fashion Week, but we're after your real Fashion Week. Uh... Let's know uh, what ranges you are extolling. 8, 12, 15, that's a big word. It is a good word. Or a tweet us at Absolute Radio. I've got some other ones to add into the mixer on this, right? What about this? Um, and we want you to imagine the actual models going up and down the catwalk and loads of Hollywood celebrities really earnestly looking at them do it as well. Uh, tracky bottoms with belts for remotes. So, so got, it's like a utility belt for the remote. Yes, yeah, so you've got like Sky Remote just there. We've got we've got a, um, a sound bar thing. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Really annoying yeah. tiny remote that always goes down the back of the couch. Yeah, that's another little part in the tracky. Great buttons. idea. Uh, five or six in one. Uh, jeans. We, what about this? Jeans with heat resistant uh, rubber pads on the tops of the thighs, so you can have your dinner on your lap without the fear of being burned, and you don't need to have a paper. That's an amazing idea. Huh? What about those? Very good. Uh, Natalie Burgess. Comfy trousers for when you're feeling bloated. Tops you can wear without a underneath but nobody can tell yes uh, Nate suggesting anything for us wide-thighed guys who don't have big waists I've got the option of clown trousers or being on a police register for indecency as it stands oh, I did the thing last week where I made the mistake of trying on a pair of skinny jeans in Topshop I was nearly in there for like an hour and a half they should have a panic that. button for people I did that I had to get cut out of them or are you feeling that you're going to rip a pair of trousers and then you're committed to paying for them imagine that taking them out broken <laughs> having to pay for I'm so sorry <laughs> Kent says uh, what about a creation that conceals your socks when your toenails have been recently cut and make a hole in the front of them it's a niche market I'm sorry you don't get 
holes made in socks just because you've recently cut your nails? I get holes in the front of my socks all the time, to the point when we did a video recently for here, this show, and everyone was taking the mickey out of the fact that I had like a gauzy, almost see-through bit at the front as they were going through. <laughs> Look, let's not rule it out now. It could be on the catwalk. Real London Fashion Week is off to a big start. Keep them coming, 8, 12, 15. They'll tweet us at Absolute Radio. Home time with Bush and Richie. Putting you first with award-winning customer service. Every little helps. Now, I know we're kind of like, we are mucking around a little bit with this, but it does have a point. What does you the stuff you see on London Fashion Week with people like, you know, with bras that are 15 feet long with like seagulls sat on the end and <laughs> got perspex stuck on their heads, what has that got to do with what you and I all wear on a day-to-day basis? So I think Richie just tr- and I are just trying to redress the balance and exactly. deal with these issues, real problems that, you know, we want to sort it out. But Ollie and Croydon texts with actually uh, quite a high-tech uh, thing here. He says, uh, a high-tech traffic light system for when you're accidentally flying low. Yes. Would be a good little fashion item. Green ready to go, red for when you're flying low. Just and what this would be on a heads up display, maybe on your phone. I guess it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's like clothing of the future. Um, <laughs> and if you've just sent us a text, this guy, and your number ends four six two four, you've just made Bushy and I laugh out very loud in the studio. <laughs> We can't read it can't out. Can't read it out. At the end of this show, if we read it out, it's brilliant. But it might make its way to the podcast as a special extra. It's only two words long, <laughs> but it's really good. <laughs> it's great. Download the podcast, find out what that guy was talking about. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Here's a podcast extra. Uh, four six two four. <laughs> oh dear, Brendan, our head of uh, social media, has just seen it as well. So this is got it's doing the rounds. This yeah, now, isn't it? everyone's been looking to try and see what this text was that Bushy and I couldn't read out on air. Fashion Week ball bra. <laughs> <laughs> a suggestion of what we could have at a real London Fashion Week, and um, this bloke's come up with ball bra, and we're a little bit obsessed with it. I mean, we're assuming it's a bloke. Could be, yeah, it might be a woman, who knows? Yeah, exactly. It does seem like the slightly pathetic humour, though, of someone like, it might be a, one of us, unfortunately. Oh, dear. Thank you, that was your podcast extra. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Did you know that Bill Bailey and Bull Bra have the same initials? BB. I'm sure Bill is absolutely over the moon. Hopefully he won't sue us and try and uh, disassociate he can't, himself. It's a statement. It's a good statement point. of fact. It's true. You can't you can't disprove that. In <laughs> They're court not connected. Other than that, uh, I don't really want a ball bra to overhang uh, <laughs> Bill's keyboard piece here. Not if it's well supported. It <laughs> oh won't. God, Bill, play us out. Podcast has officially come to an end. 